Welcome back to First Gen's Table Talks with Leslie Mendez. As you all may know or may not know, September 15th through October 15th, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. This month is celebrated to honor the history, culture, and influence of past generations who come from Mexico, the Caribbean, Central and South America, and Spain. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the different labels that have arisen to describe the many Latinos, Hispanics are identifying themselves, and how do people feel about these terms. I think it's important to talk about this, especially during Hispanic Heritage Month, because you don't want to say something incorrect or be disrespectful towards someone. But we do have special guests today with us, and if you can all introduce yourself. All right. So my name is Daniel Gonzalez. I am a sophomore, and I am from Blyville, Arkansas. Okay, and I am Mario Mendez. I am a senior, and I'm from Thargnell, Arkansas. So, before we begin, I do have a fun fact that Daniel shared with me, and it's the word tequila comes from the ancient Aztec language, Nahuatl. And Nahuatl tequila is called tequilan, which means place of tribute. Also, tequila can only be strictly made in only five regions. Guanajuato, Michoacán, Nayarit, Tamaulipas, and where most of the production is made, Jalisco. So, the first question that I have is, do y'all celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month? And why do you think it's important to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month? Yeah, so like, uh, traditionally speaking, I wouldn't say that I have celebrated it before, not until college, honestly, not until this year. Um, not until the senior year, just because I'm more involved with clubs and organizations on campus. So honestly, this is my first time celebrating celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. So yeah, it's, it's been cool. I mean, I'll have to agree with him. I, I never really just said, like, this is my month until like, I got to college. Just because like I didn't really have like my culture, my people around me to tell me, like, this is our month, this is what we celebrate, this is what we represent. And usually it's just been like my dad, you know, he always told me like, you're Mexican, be proud of that, you know. Just cause it's Hispanic Heritage Month, September 15th to October the 15th, doesn't mean like that's the only month that you get to feel like represented or proud, like it should be an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Every time you do something, like know that, you know, like you did it, like it's you, like like Canelo, like, you know, he won his fight. Like <laughs> that's, he's representing like, not just Mexicans, but like all of Latinos. And it's like something we should be proud of, not just this month, but like every day. Yeah, I can definitely agree on that. But I think we've always in high school, um, we've done like programs like during for Hispanic Heritage Month. And we've always put them on and we've had like the um, like the board come. So it's always like we've always celebrated even throughout high school. I don't remember if I did it. Maybe. Where are you from? I'm from Little Rock. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. So, like, I'm from Dardanelle. You're from? Blyville. Blyville. So, like, Dardanelle has, like, a bigger population now. But, like, we're, like, the people now. Like, we haven't had people traditionally in Dardanelle school systems. Mm-hmm. So, like, my brother's graduation class was basically, like, the first graduation class of Latinos that got here, mostly Mexican. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were the first class. And now my generation of people were, like, basically second class. And, like, I imagine now they'll start doing more stuff. But, like, us, when we were in high school, like, we didn't think about Hispanic Heritage Month because nobody told us it was Hispanic Heritage Month. So, like, we didn't have a way to just, like, start programs and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, for my town, my town is mainly, like, 90% black and, like, 10% other, basically. So, like, they they didn't tell us, like, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. They just told me it's Black History Month. That's the only month that they really acknowledge and celebrate. Which, you know, when I did learn about Hispanic Heritage Month, like, in high school, I was, like, 
why don't we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month? Like, we celebrate Black History Month. And, like, it really just comes down to, like, your environment and the people. Like, you know, not not, not to sound racist, but, like, they finna acknowledge themselves instead of acknowledging, like, the others, you know. So it's, like, no disrespect to, my, like, my high school and stuff we're doing that. I understand, but, like, you know. It just depends on where you grew up with and, like, the people you surround yourself with. Okay. So the second question is, when people ask you, what does it mean to be Latino or Hispanic, what do you say? What are your thoughts on this? When people ask me that, I tell them, like, like with that speech that I gave starting off October the 15th, it's like, that's one of the biggest blessings I feel like someone could be blessed with. It's like being Latino, like... It's such an amazing race, and such a, like it's not really a race being Latino. It's more of an ethnicity. It's such an amazing ethnicity being Latino, cause like it's not just Mexicans. It's not just Salvadorians. We got people from Puerto Rico. We got people from El Salvador, Guatemala. Like we're all connected. We're like we're just one big happy family, mm-hmm. you know. And that's like the beauty of it. Like our language connects connects us in so many ways with food, traditions, cultures, and all that. That like it's like any other ethnicity culture that you could think of. Yeah, I would say, like, being Latino is, it's everything. Like, it's every single aspect of our culture. It's the food, it's the music, it's the environment, it's the way we talk to each other, the way we joke around with each other, the way, like, if we said something in English, it might not sound the right way in Spanish or vice (laughs) versa. You know, like, it's, it is, there are big differences that, like, other cultures don't understand, Mm -hmm. that only us Latinos understand. So it's, like, a big acknowledgement of that and, like, how proud we are to be Latino or Latina or Latine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's how I, that's always, like, everyone always asks me, like, when I'm doing interviews and they're like, what is it like being Latina? And I'm just like, well, I mean, I didn't ask to be Latina. Like, you know, it just happened. You're like, here's but, the application. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so what I do say is I love being Latina. Like, yeah, that's it. Like there's just so more a spicy Latina. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta be a Latino Latina to understand like where we're coming from. Yeah, yeah. and I, like Bad Bunny says, and I will always say this: Nos quieren ser Latinos. <laughs> and that's so true. Now we're like the trending ethnicity. <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, you know numbers don't lie. That's all I got. People lie, but numbers don't lie. That's all I gotta say. If you don't believe us, look up the numbers. Okay, so now let's let's get into it really deep now. So what do you identify yourself as? Uh, me, Mexican, just because both my parents are Mexican. I was born in Mexico, so I identify as Mexican. Yeah, so like growing up, that's always been a weird thing to me. So like growing up, I went through like my phase where I wanted to be called Chicano. And there was like a phase where I wanted to be like Mexican-American. There was a phase where I wanted to just be called Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And there was a phase where like, I didn't want to be asked what I was because I didn't know how to answer it. And I would say now I'm just called, I just refer to myself as Mexican. Just because mostly um, when somebody asks you, they already clearly know I'm Hispanic or Latino. So like they're mostly asking me, like, where are you from or where's your family from? So I just say Mexican. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. For me, I think when people ask me, it just depends on how they say it. Because tone of voice is everything. Because, you know, there are times, like, there would be at the, like, I remember me and my friends were at the mall one day. This was, like, when I was younger. And someone came up to us and, like, what are y'all? And I was like, what do you mean, what are we? 
We're humans, duh. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you're not going to go to some, another person mm-hmm. and be like, are you Caucasian? Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's just there's just some things that, and they'd be like, oh, so you speak Mexican. And I, that, I that's the one that, that triggers me. That, that, and I'm like, no, I speak Spanish. That probably triggers you a lot more than us. Yes, and I feel Mexican. Yeah, and exactly, and that's the point. And then when I explained to them, I'm like, okay, Guatemala. I was like, I'm Guatemalan. That's when I said Guatemalan, mm-hmm. even though like both of my parents are from Guatemala. And so I think I think sometimes people don't understand, or they be like, oh, where that? Where is that? They be like, oh, Guatemala. Is that like? <laughs> and I was like, that's literally right beside Mexico. <laughs> like, it's right there. Not I feel that because like. I don't know, I just feel like when it comes to, like, Americans, like, they're not really, like, educated on, like, the mm-hmm. diversity that there is around the world. And I used to get, get that a lot, like, do you speak Mexican? Or, like, can you say this in Mexican? I'm like, what are you talking about? They were like, isn't that what, what you talk, Mexican? I'm like, no, it's called Spanish. Just like you, you talking English. Do I say, are you talking American? No, you talking English. And sometimes, like, I just learned to, like, just tell them, like, look, get educated, then come talk to me. Because, like, you sound really, like, ignorant right now when mm-hmm. you say that. And it's like... It might be a lack of education, or it just might be of them like being like actually ignorant. They trying to like put me down, cause like it's like what I told you the other week. It's like America, well, from my experience, is the only country that will put you down for knowing another language. And any other country, if you know another language, you'll get praised for it. But in the United States, that's the only country you'll get shamed for and get mocked of and made fun of. But yeah. Okay, so. When did you hear about the term Latinx? I'd say like around college years, like freshman, sophomore year, is when I first heard about it. Now when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, what is that? Mm -hmm. I was still confused about it. Not until like last year, I would say that I began to understand what the word actually means, Um, which is, I guess it's like, it might be ignorance, but it's also not completely my fault just because I haven't been educated about it, not until now. So, I mean, I guess that's what this podcast is about, too. Me, it'll probably have to be my senior year of high school when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And we were just stuck, like, indoors in computers and stuff like that. And, like, it's just kind of like just being in the computer all day, like, you finna see a whole bunch of stuff that you never seen before. And, like, I remember when the word first popped up, I was like, Latinx, like, like, like what is this word? So I, I started doing my research, and it was basically saying, like, no genders, you including Latinos and Latinas and put them together. And I was like, that's not Spanish. Like, Spanish, we have feminine words and we got masculine words, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, you can't change the whole language just because of, like, a phase that we're going through right now. So it's like, to me, if you want to be called Latinx, you know, go ahead. That's what you want to be called. But, like, me personally, when you're talking to me, call me Latino just because that's who I am. And only, I did my research, like I said, only 4% of Latinos and Latinas prefer to be called Latinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if people aren't in favor of being called that, just don't use the word at all. And I have the definitions on here, so I'll say them. And we have Latinx, which is a person of Latin American origin or descent used as a gender neutral or non 
non-binary alternative Latino or Latina. This term was originated by a Latino queer man and it started a decade ago, but it started rising up in 2016 mm-hmm. whenever uh, there was a shooting in Florida. And yeah, at a gay club. Yeah. So Latine is a person of Latin American origin or descent also used as a gender neutral alternative, which was created by LGBTQIA plus Spanish speakers uses a letter to E to illustrate gender inclusivity within Spanish with within existing Spanish pronunciation. So the difference between the X and the E, so Latinx and and Latine is the Spanish pronunciation. That's all there is. And so the Latino Latina is a person of Latin American origin or descent and includes a Caribbean island, but excludes people from Spain. The O and A represent female and male individuals. The, this term began to replace Hispanic and it was first used in the 2000 census. And Hispanic refers to people who descend from Spanish speaking countries, anyone from Spain. This term was first used by the U.S. government to collect data on the population and was first used in the census in the census in 1980. So those are the different terms. And so this goes into the next question: What do you think about the terms that are evolving? So what do you think about Latina and Latinx and Latinos and Hispanic? Me personally, me being me, it's like those words aren't used in Latin America actually. Latino Hispanics are not used. If you go to Latin America and you ask somebody, what are you? I'm Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Cuban. You know, they're not gonna say, oh, I'm Hispanic, I'm Latin America. Those are just only words that are used here in the United States. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like, if that's what you wanna be, identify as, then you know, go ahead. But like, it's just me personally, that's why I say Mexican. Cause like, that's where I'm from, that's where I'm born. So like, why not be proud of it and represent it, you know? Yeah, I'd say that, I think you touched upon it. I think the issue is that it's Latinx was created by a Latin person, um, but I think the bigger issue is that it's mostly only used in the United States. So, like, who are we, the people within the United States, to I guess push it upon or lay it upon like all of the other Latin American countries, which are the countries that we come from? So, like, that might sound confusing, but like why are we the united states trying to implement it like i'm all for it too but like i don't know it feels like sometimes it feels like america tries to be the superior country mm-hmm. upon all of the other latin american countries so like it sort of feels like that thing i know a lot of people think it's a whitewashed word yeah. which is another <laughs> controversy but i don't think it's truly a a whitewashed term yeah. it's most um an american term yeah, yeah. and and uh, when I found out about it was my freshman year in college, so when I came to college, and I remember I was like, "That's that's whitewashed." I was like, "Because who says Latinx? I'm not I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, I'm Latinx. I'm Latinx. Yeah, you know." <laughs> and then when we started LSO, we were like, "Okay." And at that time, I was working with a nonprofit immigration resource center, and on their website, I don't know why I was on their website, and it said Latinx, and I was like, "Oh." that's interesting and so then that's when I did my research and then that's when I was like oh okay so it's originated by a queer man Latino queer man and so it's not a whitewash term it's just being gender inclusive so now when people know like you know obviously I feel like there are 
um, people who think it is a whitewash term. And so that's why it's like it's important to say like actually it's not. But it is like I don't know, it's just like they started it for a reason. I mean just like Latine, it was yeah. I think Latine sounds nicer. Yeah. I I just like me personally like the reason why I at first I thought it was whitewash because like all these companies run by like white man or white woman they'll put Latinx and I'm like well it has to come from like the white person because like if all these white people are pushing it then that's probably where it came from so that's the reason why I thought it was like whitewash and you know what's so funny and even like with TV shows or like movies like people are saying Latinx or they make fun of it like for example um there's on HBO it's called Father of the Bride and I watched it and it was it's really funny so it's about like a Cuban family and a Mexican family and um the girl's Cuban the guy's Mexican they get married and it was just like a lot of controversy going on (laughs) but it's really funny like it's a really good movie and the guy and this goes into my question so here goes the question do you think older generations such as our parents generation may know what these terms are I don't think they have an idea. Nope. No. Yeah. No, I, I asked my mom about that. I was like, Mom, over here in college, they're trying to enforce a word on me that I don't know nothing about. She was like, what's the word? Latinx. He was like, what is that? I was like, <laughs> basically, they're saying that I can't identify as Latino or Latina. I should identify as Latinx because this joins both those words together to make one gender neutral. She was like, no, you are a boy. You, are, you were born in Latin America. You're Latino. Don't let this college stuff brainwash you into something that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad when you say like that. I mean, like, because, like... Leslie's brainwashing you. Because, <laughs> like, if they didn't hear... Because, you know, they actually from that country. They actually spent, like, most of the years in that country. If they never heard of it, then, like, what, what does that tell you? And that's some type of form of manipulation or brainwash that the government might be trying to use on us Latinos to like get votes in and stuff like that. That's just me. I don't want to get into politics, but I mean, is me. <laughs> can we cut this off if I say something wrong? Um, <laughs> I mean, is it like also Latina Latinx? Like, it could be that like people in the other countries of Latin America don't want to use it because there still is like major oppression against transgender people, against queer people, against lesbian, gay people, you know. So, like, could it be that that's also why we're not accepting as it, of it? I don't know. And I don't know. Like, that's my thing. And y'all know, like, right now when September 15th just passed and everyone, like, was sharing, like, you know, there's, like, Fears by Me Too. There's, like, so many, like, Spanish uh, social medias, but they're, like, a top, you know? Like, um, yeah, there's one called Fears by Me Too. Me too. You don't have heard of it? Mm-hmm. You mean me too? The Instagram? Yeah. The purple. That, yes. Instagram page. Yeah. Oh, There's like a lot of just, and then it's like Latina empowerment. It's just so many on on Instagram. Yeah. But they were just like Happy Latinx uh, Month, Happy Latina Month, and so like um, I was asking. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, that's why I don't. That's why I was just like it's it's crazy how like people are using it now, but it's just within like our generation. Yeah. Like, not the older people. Like, older people are like, what is that? You know, I see that so. And that's what the yep. guy said in the movie. He was uh-huh. like, Latinx, what is that? Yeah. Like, I'm Cuban, you know? So, like, that's that's why I was just like, 
Like our parents aren't gonna know what it is. It's definitely a generational change. Yeah, it is. I feel like because of the like mid two thousands with the whole LGBT mu- movement. That's because like it's not because like oh we're we were born here this or that not because like make. Latinos been here like for generations and like they never really like empowered that world until like now So like I feel like a big factor of it does have to do with the movement to have in like 2016 but mm. Okay So I guess it kind of covers my other ones which was why do y'all think people will not be using the labels? So, you know, there are people be like don't call me that I'm either Latino or Hispanic Like there's no other Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone wanting to be called Latino or Latina, but I also think that those people should still respect other people yeah. who do want to be called Latina and Latinx. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's just that gap where, like, a lot of people don't even know what it means. So, like, and a lot of, I mean, I don't know about y'all's parents, but my parents are, like, too busy to educate themselves on these terms or, like, what's going on now on these generational changes. So it's also like not completely their fault. It's like we are the busiest communities in this country, so we're not gonna have mm-hmm. time to be up to date into the way that some other communities are. That's why some people say that it's whitewashed, because technically speaking, they do have more time to keep up with these different trends. Yeah. It can be that we're like, <clears throat> I don't know, like that's something that I noticed about like my family and stuff like that, like probably because of like their citizenship citizenship status but like they don't really care about this stuff they got bigger things to worry about like they're not finna give a crap about a word when they got bills to pay children to feed you know all this other stuff and that's like that's what i'm like you know because you know think times are getting hard for me you know it's like it's like like i don't even care no more about like the word anymore like all i'm gonna say is like just because you think it's right doesn't mean it's right like i said earlier only four percent of the latino population uses it and like you say, like I respect, like if you want to be called Latinx, that's you. But just because like you see these bigger companies use it, don't mean that I would prefer to be called that. You know, that just means that's just a word at the end of the day. You know, you identify as what you want to identify as, and like just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Okay, and do you think when we're older, new terms will evolve? That's scary, right there. That's so, scary. I mean, I think like. Life is constantly evolving, so obviously we're not gonna leave the earth the same way we are right now, the way it is right now. Like it's constantly gonna be evolving, which isn't a bad thing. I think like well people tend to stay stuck in their mindset and hopefully I hope that I don't get stuck in the same mindset that I have now because I wanna keep evolving as societies keep evolving. Me I don't know, like I said it's scary. It's scary. Just cause like it's not that I'm scared of change, it's just like traditions you know i like being i like i like being a traditional person like the only reason i say that is because like, i feel like my parents sacrifice so much that i feel like it's only like right to keep like their values and tradition going because i had a lot of people tell me like why would you want to do this with your kid or like why would you want to teach him this or do that i'm like well that's how my parents brought me up they were like just because they brought you up like that doesn't mean that's how you gotta bring your kid up like that and i was like i know that but like it's just like Traditions, Like, I feel like I got to keep it going because, like, we are in the United States where it's, like, one of the most diverse countries in the world where things are constantly changing. And I just feel like we're going to hit a point where, like, we won't be able to connect to, like, our family from Mexico if, like, we change so much. You get what I'm saying? It's like okay. sometimes too much, change, too much change can be a bad thing. 
if you, like I feel like let's say like in 20 years from now like this person like oh, I'm Latinx proud Latinx they go to their family in Mexico they be like they'd be like uh, they're hanging with their family and then a stranger go to be like so what are you be like I'm Latinx stranger be like what is that <laughs> like they finna feel so disconnected from their actual people that they might be feel ashamed shame about it or like they might be like you get what I'm saying it's like I don't even know how to explain it yeah in a way like, yeah in yeah. a way because you have to think about like also like in the countries that we are like you know people are not as educated as we are mm -hmm. so like you know if I were to go see my grandpa right now I'm like yeah grandpa I'm not Latina I'm not Guatemalan <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm something else I think they're gonna be like <laughs> he's gonna be like okay let's okay. see <laughs> like you know he's gonna throw me off <laughs> they'll be like que es eso and I'd be like they're gonna bully you so hard yeah <laughs> No, I would say like, like yeah, you you said that you want to keep traditions going and you want to do a lot of things that like, like you said you're not afraid to change, but you don't want to change a lot of things also because you want to keep like that stuff going. I would say like, me personally, I love my tradition, I love my people, I love my parents, but I'm also gonna not follow every single thing that they do just because I feel like in our culture there's. Some things that we shouldn't keep doing, like machismo, colorism, mm -hmm. um, other topics like that. Which I feel like where I would agree with you with all this change stuff is if this stuff actually happened in our, in our country. That's like the big, like, that's what keeping me, like, iffy about this. Because we're in the United States. If this was happening in Mexico and, like, the government was like, we're going to be called Latinx now, I fully support it. Because that's what our government wants. That's what our people from that country want. But you're not there. I know. Well, yeah. I'm a resident there technically, but you know, that's not the point. The point is this. The point is this movement of like Latinx or whatever in the United States, like I said, it's only 4%. If it was more than that, more than 50%, and that, those votes actually came from like Mexico, then I'll, I'll say I'm Latinx. So are you saying that if AMLO, well, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, if he came out tomorrow and he's like, I'm Latinx, you would start using Latinx? Yo. If the people... If the people in the government all voted for being like, we're going to be Latinx, then I'll be all for it. I don't think we vote on pronouns. Well, you get, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you, get, you get what I'm trying to say. You get what I'm trying to say. Y'all get what I'm trying to say, though, right? Yes. Yeah, but you, you thought about what you literally... He asked you what you said. Yeah, I said the people in the government. I didn't say just the government. I said the people <laughs> in the government. Because, like, the word Latinx isn't even in the... Uh, I forgot what it's called. But it's like the Spanish dictionary. Okay, like yeah, it's not even in the dictionary. I tried looking it up. It's not there. It doesn't pop up. So, like, once it's in the dictionary, once the whole country votes on, this is what we're going to be called from now on, then I'll, you know, that's well, what I am. That, that dictionary is a whole other thing because... That's like the Spanish, and everybody that speaks Spanish, or like it comes from Spain, everybody that speaks Spanish is supposed to hold that dictionary. But a lot of the times within that dictionary, they don't take into account other countries and the way we speak. Mm -hmm. so, and like, the lingo. Yeah. And another topic we didn't talk about is our Afro Latinos. Hey. So, what do y'all think? What do y'all think that why, as we identify as Latinos. Do you think that we exclude our Afro-Latinos? I think it's like within our media, within like 
everything that we see on Univision, everything that we see on Telemundo, like Univision or the telenovelas, the good person usually tends to be white, mm-hmm. and the the poor brown person that's like the nanny, mm-hmm. that's like the brown representation. So like within our own people, we have that. Um, I guess discrimination is that the right word? Yeah, discrimination towards our own people. I don't even think that answered your question, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the question. No, I feel like honestly, like because well, my mom like she's Afro Latina. She's not completely like one hundred percent Afro Latina, but she has like some Native American and like some African descent in her. And I remember as a uh, African American person, parents from Africa born in the United States, African-American. I asked him, I was like, do you consider my mom black? And he was like, no. I showed him a photo and everything. He was like, no, I don't consider her black. I was like, why not? And I was like, cuz, she's not one of us. She's one of y'all, Mexicans. And then I was like, what? I was like, then like, everybody's in the wrong at this point. If nobody's finna accept her, then who will, you know? So that's why I feel like us as like the Latino community, we gotta make a better job at like mm-hmm. representing not just like the Afro Latinos, the Asian Latinos, the Irish, Lat- whatever Latino you are. We gotta make sure to like include you in, which is what I did on the flyer. I added some, you know, uh, black women in there to represent the Dominicans, the Cubans, the Colombians, because those are mostly like the countries where there's mostly Afro Latinos. Eh? But I feel like. We got to represent them better and make them feel, like, included and stuff. And sometimes, like, what, what I said, like, in the fun fact is, like, sometimes it's not our fault generally. Because, like, if you do go to, like, like my mom, for example, I told her, why don't you why don't you identify as Afro-Latina? She's like, because I'm Mexican. I was born in Mexico with Mexican parents. Yes, my, my roots might come from, like, Africa with, like, another part of the, of the land from Native Americans. But, like... That's why I identify as. I'm not finna say Afro-Mexican. That's not a word over there. It's just Mexican. You're either Mexican or you're something else. And that's that. So I feel like us as the people, we gotta, you know, include them and, like, include their history, their background, their roots, and everything. So it's not completely our fault. And I think, like, oh, sorry. I think, a, I think a lot of history gets lost. So, like, yeah. my dad is also super, super dark-skinned. Well, not super. <laughs> my dad is very dark skinned and my mom is very white so like I'm a like in between kind of mm-hmm. um but like I have no idea if like my dad has African blood in him like historically speaking like he might or he might just be straight up Azteca like Aztec mm-hmm. so like a lot of we can't be too proud of our own history cause a lot of it gets lost so like and that's like the iffy part about it because like our history is like the Aztec the Mayans yeah and then on the other hand it's the Spaniards and yeah. all that stuff so it's like so like yeah it's like and my mom my mom's like whole side of the family like is pretty white but we're all Mexican but like there's definitely some Spanish blood in there because like everybody on that side is white yeah so like I don't know I just take pride of like that's Mexican though what about Guatemala <laughs> they're they come from different colors too <laughs> um like for example my mom my mom is kind of like i don't know she's like tan but and my dad i look like my dad i most definitely look like my dad um but in guatemala there's like different parts like in the city 
I don't know. Like, I know that there's, like, one specific area. I think they're called, they're from Jutiapa, and they're white. Like, they are white. And they got money. Basically. <laughs> okay, basically, everyone in that city got money. And then, and from, like, where we're from, we're from Rataleo, so it's just, like, uh, by the beach. So, yeah. I have, a, I have a question mm-hmm. for you since you're Guatemala, Guatemala, or Guatemala. Okay, um, is it rude to call you Chapines, or is no, that like, like a word? Like, I think that people are proud to be. They okay. be like, yeah, I'm Chapin, and yeah, like that's our. What is it? Like our. our, I don't know. our if you don't know, we don't name, know. Like <laughs> our yeah. Like I know Hondurans, they call them Catrachos. Yeah, and then Salad. Well, no, never mind. I, I think that's a bad word, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's know. definitely a bad word. Um, but yeah, I have a tío. Well, he's married to my aunt. Mm-hmm. And we just call him Tío Chapin. Oh, so like, okay. and then his, their little kids are like Chapincito y Chapincita. Oh, <laughs> so like, okay. yeah. I don't think it's rude. Me personally, I don't think it's rude. I think it's something that people be like proud of. Because I know like my family, they be posting... A hundred percent. They'd be like, ciento por ciento chapin. And yeah. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> okay. So as we wrap this up, is there anything you would like to say? Any advice to our listeners? Yeah, I would just say no matter whether you refer to yourself as Latinx, Latina, Mexican, Salvadorian, Guatemalteco, Guatemalteca, whatever it may be, just be proud of what you refer to yourself as. Be proud of who you are and never forget your culture, your people. Yeah, that's basically Oh, and hello to my beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. But, no, I, I totally support what he says. You know, I just want to say, happy Hispanic heritage, my, you know, we shouldn't acknowledge our culture, our Latino culture, just doing this one. It should be an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Every day we should be proud of our roots, our culture, our food, our traditions. Especially for the people who, like, migrated here, or have parents who migrated here, like, that's where like it really hits deep like when you just sit down and reflect like what it really means to be a latino immigrant coming to the united states everything they have to sacrifice so that's why i always say be proud of where who you are where you came from and your parents because there's no other blessing bigger than being born latino so Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I want to thank you all for being our special guest today and being able to share your personal stories. I had a great time listening to y'all, and I hope our listeners were able to learn something new about other identities and the importance of celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month and also taking in the advice that they said. As we come to an end of this episode, please make sure to check out our social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we're ATU First Gen, and on Facebook, Arkansas Tech University First Gen Student Experience. On campus, we're located in Dog Brian 222. See y'all our next episode.